0: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, you're tuned in to Tapped Out, hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, hour number two, BetQL Network. The fights are going on in Las Vegas right now. Working our way to the main event. Kaikara France taking on Amir Albazi trying to end Albazi's five fight winning streak. Kaikara France minus 105. You can get Albazi at a minus 115 appreciate you sticking out our number one with us round two hoping to be much more smooth as right now brendan and i fight each other before we do though aren't they like literally about to drop the puck in the hockey game and not going down as we yeah
1: yeah dude in las vegas right now they got the lights going on
0: and uh i can't wait i'm excited all the action's in Vegas right now. We got the fights going on. We got the hockey game going on. We'll keep you updated on all of the happenings. Brendan, I was watching, I've kind of been watching a lot, actually, of old Chael Sonnen trash talk. We were talking about Conor McGregor mm-hmm. earlier today. Are you going to fight me if I say Chael Sonnen was a better trash talker than Conor McGregor? Whether you're thinking in the octagon or at press conferences, I, I, because I, I kind of did like a side-by-side reel, and I think that Chael's the better spitter. You going to fight me?
1: Very different styles. Uh, I feel like uh Chills just got a much more wrestling style to him, pro wrestling style to him. Um, but I think Connor's is Connor was mean, man. Like Connor, I feel like Connor just genuinely got under the skin of everybody that he faced, especially in his ride up. I mean, Dustin Poirier messed with him, uh, Jose Aldo messed with him. Um, you know, Khabib for sure natural Mate. hate there and then you know I think with Chael like yeah obviously he's got the whole country of Brazil good mark on him but I feel like Conor almost did it uh, even better so no I think Conor was uh Conor took the crown of trash talk but Chael I'm a big Chael fan as well uh love his YouTube page too I think he does great media work as well so I think that uh I think that uh Conor Conor's the tops but Chael I, I love Chael
0: what connor press conference moment comes to mind like when somebody goes hey aren't you that fight guy brendan tobin do you like conor mcgregor he's crazy in those press conferences what comes to mind immediately uh stealing the belt from jose aldo who the bleep yes. is that
1: guy yeah throwing the cans at the at the diaz brothers i mean the not countless. showing up got-
0: having the mink coat doing the stuff with floyd like yeah those were those were unbelievable although to be fair in his so Connor's not like he's kind of lost his touch even you were talking about with uh Dustin Poirier and I'm talking about outside the octagon and the whole Joe Lee's wife and all that it just didn't really go over that well for me Chail now in his old days even when he was a Bellator fighter taking on Tito Ortiz that's when he was spitting off some of his best lines so I'm just saying his 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 game lasts his a longevity longer, is better his, yeah, his trash talk longevity lasted long. But to be fair, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe Connery comes back in this next fight versus Michael Chandler and they have this press tour and he's back to being it. I just don't think so. I feel like he's a little bit, I don't know, too mad at this point. Um, Speaking of trash talk, the beef, for whatever reason, continues between John Jones and Francis Ngannou, even though, well, Francis Ngannou is a PFL fighter. Let's say they did fight, just for the fun of it, what the hell, it's a radio show. I think if they fought in six months, full camp, either in the smart cage of the UFC octagon or just let him fight at Arrowhead here in Kansas City. I think Francis Ngannou would be the favorite to win the fight. you going to fight me? Yeah,
1: I I, I would have agreed with you had John not beaten Gon the way that he did because I felt like those odds were a lot closer than they should have been. But yeah. I feel like after John did what he did in his return, no, I feel like he's going to be the favorite. I feel like it actually would widen as the fight got closer, but it's a fascinating matchup. Like it's not one that I, I, I still would pick John Jones. Cause I'm always going to pick John Jones, but between Francis's strength, his power, it's kind of one of the things we've always wanted to see against John. We've never gotten to see him uh, really, I guess, against maybe Vitor, you would call, you know, uh, juice to the gills, but we've never seen him against that one punch, knock you out, dead guy. Like one mistake, he hits John Jones and gets some of the shots that DC got against him. Could he hold up? You never got to see him against Rumble. What would it be like against Francis? Um, I still feel like John wins, but if he makes a mistake and Francis gets him, and then we've seen how good Francis Francis has, you know, developed a lot as a grappler. Um, and especially he's just so damn naturally strong. I just I, I can't believe we're not getting this fight. What a what a terrible mistake by all parties involved.
0: Well, maybe at some point we will get it, but it does look like we aren't going to for now. And it could go down as one of the biggest shames in fight history if it doesn't happen because can you imagine what the poster would look like? I mean, can you imagine what Vegas would look like? Can you imagine what they would look like coming in the middle of the octagon? It would just be incredible. And it needs to, I would say, happen if it's going to be what we're talking about right now. Not today or tomorrow, but in the next, let's call it two or three years two years, in the case of John, because I think Francis and Ganu, there hasn't been a ton of tread taken off those tires, right? Like, for a guy that seems like he's been fighting for a long time in the UFC, the truth is he hasn't had that many fights. For John, yeah, he's taken a lot of time off, but he's also had a lot of fights. Youngest UFC champion ever, so he's been around for a minute. If the fight that we're talking about, John Jones as John Bones Jones, the greatest fighter of all time in his prime, and Francis the Predator and Ganu the scariest man on planet Earth, I think we got, like, two years for it. I agree with that. I think that's a. I think that's a fair uh, timeline that's left for it, and
1: I think that's enough time for Francis to get it out of his system. I, I honestly, to be honest, dude, the thing that you always have to, whenever you're talking about this, the number one thing you have to talk about is how does John hold up outside the cage? It is, and it's unfortunate, but that's the number one thing that we always have to worry about: is does John get in trouble? Can he keep his head on straight? Can he not get bored? Can he? You know, can can he can he avoid all the hurdles
0: that kept him out of the cage for so long beforehand? Does it feel like John screwed up by signing the extension with the UFC because he could have come back? I want to say he only had one or two fights left before he resigned before the gone fight. Maybe he could have been that guy in the PFL. Obviously, he couldn't have seen what was going to happen yeah, that's, in the future. That's not but his, the problem yeah, is, they're I, gonna look, keep who's in God who's going to fight in
1: the PFL? I don't know. Like that to me that's the bigger question. Like I think the thing with I don't think you get it on I, to answer your question no. I don't think you get it on John for signing an extension. I think if anything that showed all right, maybe I'm committed a little bit to fighting now. Look, he goes on his you know, he goes there months later and is like, "Well, I only have one fight left or two fights left. So what the hell does that deal even mean?" But um you know, I I don't blame him for signing an extension with
0: the UFC. I think that that's great. I think it's a shrewd move by the UFC, and they'd look forward and went, look, we don't have a great relationship with Francis. He's probably going to run. We better at least – look, what if they didn't have Jon Jones? Can you imagine that? Then the heavyweight division would be a complete mess and kind of boring if I'm just being honest with you. Brendan Tobin, sports machine Sean Levine. Speaking of Sean, Sean O'Malley says that Survivor is the best reality show of all time. First of all, that's ridiculous. Uh, It's fear factor. With Joe Rogan, they at least, like, first three or four years, and they're reading Bull's testicles and sliding mm-hmm. down the side of a Luxor and all that. You're going to fight me that Fear Factor is the best reality show of all time? Oh, yeah. It's not even close. Love You're Island, real. the great UK version. That's
1: the best. That's the best reality show of all time. That's, like, like it's not even a question. I mean, Fear fa- I, first of all, I don't even know if I consider Fear Factor a reality show. Like, I consider it a game show, but it's not, like, because it was new people every every week, was it
0: not? It was, but I don't think that necessarily, you know, makes it not a reality show because you've got new contestants. But I understand what you're saying. I wouldn't necessarily call it a game show either. I think, like, a game show being, you know, either Double Dare back in the day or even you could convince Uh, me that it was like Wheel of Fortune. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're off subject. Now we're talking. Have I ever told you about the time that my sister was on Wheel of Fortune? You have not? So... Because Just for the record, since it's a fight show, I'm not like, you know, I take a little BJJ practice and everything, but I'm not a violent guy unless I see Pat Sajak, and then it's wow. funk on site. It's going down really? if I see Pat Sajak. Yeah, and I think it'd be a really good fight, too. Listen, He to besmirched your sister? He besmirched my sister. So she got on Will Fortune. This is about, let's call it, five years ago, and recently divorced. Has a pair of young kids. Like, she can use a little bit of the money. Happens to get on the show. You know, good timing. Runs through it. She's so good. I mean, wins. I want to say three out of the four, four out of the five puzzles. Gets all the way to the final round. They spin the little wheel thing. She takes the, the, the envelope. She's holding on to it. It's a phrase. They give you R-S-T-L-N-E. All right? It's three words, this phrase is. And all they give her, I think they gave her three or four letters. They gave her a bunch of E's. So, she was completely stuck. And she's sitting there, and she can't figure it out in her head. And then they go, eh, eh. She didn't get it right. Then they fill in the letters. The phrase, quote, unquote, was tough to avoid. That's not a phrase, my guy. That's like part of a random sentence. Yeah. Tough to avoid? Tough to That's, avoid. That, that, that ain't a phrase. And then they open up the little envelope, Vanna White does, $100,000. So the way I look also, at it, also to my quick recollection,
1: there's no ease in any of those words all right well did she mean it was
0: o's <laughs> no you know me i'm just a moron anyway it doesn't matter you missed the point she got like a letter or two she didn't get it right she lost hundred thousand dollars screw you i hope the heat lose i hope the panthers lose i hope the dolphins lose i hope you fall Why? out of your chair because I think he just spent those. I thought that your
1: story was completely fine up to that point.
0: All right. Well, it did happen. In fact, she YouTube the other day. She was like, You gotta see this video. I don't know why somebody put it on YouTube. Anyway, hope you're enjoying yourself listening to us get way off topic. This is this is what happens when Kai Kara Franz is in the main event. <laughs> versus I'm excited Amir about Al-Baj that fight. <laughs> are you, though though? you are you though
1: I am, I am, even though you you hyphen shamed me earlier. You're like, it's not Kai Kara, his name is Kai. Cara France I'm like geez all right sorry well you right, you were, it actually
0: sounds pretty smooth I um, didn't know that you were I'm, from New Zealand my bad dude no no. I'm from Kansas City and now that I'm telling you how dumb I am dude so yesterday I'm walking the dog and I see a guy from behind and I thought it was friend of the show Cheeto Vera and there's no chance really? Cheeto is just there's no chance Cheeto Vera's just walking around Kansas City like this so I go Cheeto Cheeto and he didn't turn, and so I got a little bit closer, and I went, Cheeto! And then the guy looked at me, and it most definitely was not it Cheeto Vera, was not Chito Vera. It definitely was not Cheeto yeah, Vera. It definitely was not Cheeto Vera. I think Cheeto Vera now has, like, his whole skull tattooed, so that's oh, like... It was the beard and the, ah. like, the way that he walked. Anyway, Cheeto said, I saw this yesterday, the real Cheeto Vera, that if he got a rematch against Corey Sandhagen, he would finish him. I'm pretty sure you're gonna fight me on this, but I agree. I know he looked terrible the first time. Sandhagen probably won every round in that fight. But I think if they fight again, it was just an off-night for Cheeto. He wasn't able to throw his hands. And I agree. I think Cheeto finishes him if we see that fight again. I think he has to finish him if he's gonna win, because I don't think he can win
1: a decision against Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sandhagen, uh, too slick of a uh too slick of a striker. I think with with Cheeto, like we love him. I mean, he's a such a fun fighter, and I want to see that guy get back to uh, the title and look if Sean O'Malley ends up winning um, that's a natural one we got to go to eventually but he does have to he does have to work on the the slow starts it's a big thing with him you know especially in these main events like he gets behind he needs to put pedal to the metal a little bit more show some more urgency early on in fights Um, maybe go for those knockouts earlier I don't know but it, it's like he lets these guys get two rounds in the bank and comfortable and he just, you can't go around at this point where he's at his career, where he's fighting the creme de la creme. He's got he's to gotta make an adjustment with
0: that if he's going to be a champion. Interesting you talk about his path back to O'Malley, VT. I think, is unfortunately for him, his best path back is if O'Malley loses. If O'Malley loses, that seems like a really natural fight to make for both of them coming off of a loss. However, if O'Malley wins, there's no way you can give Cheeto a shot at the strap because he'd be coming off of a loss, and there's two or three or four other guys are in line for that same thing. So, interesting situation with that weight class. Uh, Speaking of, Piotr Jan moving around weight classes, last fight versus Marab. He's lost, I want to say, three in a row, four in a row at this point. You're going to fight me if I say dude's overrated. Great fighter, but Piotr Jan's a little overrated. All right, may I have some difficulties with Brendan, or I just blew his mind with that question, which I doubt. Quick look at the card that we've got coming up tonight. We've talked about it a few times. Jim Miller, most fights in UFC history. Jim Miller is fighting Jesse Butler in for Jared Flash Gordon. Daniel Pineda, plus 160 in the co-main event, taking on Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres at minus 190. And then tonight's main event is Amir Al-Bazi versus Kaikar. Franz Albazi minus 115. Kaikar France, a slight favorite, at minus 105. And then next week, Amanda and Aldana in the main event of UFC 289. Co-main event, Charles Oliveira versus Benil Daryush. Also on that card, my guy, Nate, the train Landwehr, underdog money, plus 205, taking on Dan, 50K, Ige. he's way too big of a favorite, at minus 245. Chris Curtis on that card. Also, that should be a fun one next Saturday night. Coming up on the other side, let's talk about UFC 289 next week. There's a bunch of Levine's locks. We're going to make some money right here on the Bet QL Network.